0: weirdos had me
1: saying go like a like an old vine where you could hear people go oh my god
0: go. okay you yeah. know how like we all just like we miss vine right the people around our age yeah. really miss vine. what could
1: it have cost to maintain vine
0: it's a, it's really upsetting that it that it doesn't exist but like i'm pretty sure that now you can do on instagram you can do the edits like really? you used to be able to do on Vine. Yeah, you, you mean definitely just can hold
1: it and let go.
0: Yeah, you definitely can. Oh, fun. Um, but it just isn't the same.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, it's... uh, good news, bad news.
0: Uh, no, I guess it is the same, but I for some reason still it's like if they were like Vine's back, I would be like, finally, even though you can do that now. You can make those edits.
1: And make it 6 seconds if you want, but yeah. You gotta play by the same rules. That's what makes it a sport.
0: I know. I love anyway, it. Anyway,
1: R.I.P. Vine, waiting for the Vine documentary, which is only gonna be six hours. <laughs> uh this is a great episode. I love this yeah. episode. We're a little toasty, we're in very good moods. We had a mm-hmm. nice little check-in. And just when I thought we weren't gonna pull out anything like spiritual or deep, I was like, Maybe it's just not in us today. Um, you you really did. You took us to a really beautiful place.
0: <gasps> you did too. I don't remember it being me. I thought well, you whole,
1: breath- Spoiler: the water <laughs> thing. It's really nice. Yeah. And we talk, we talk, we talk. We
0: talk, we talk, and we talk, and you'll listen and listen.
1: And, and July twelfth July is the next Largo.
0: Ooh. Every month,
1: Largo-LA.com. Come see us. It's always amazing.
0: It's always amazing. fantastic.
1: And if you like the show, try a pizza pick. Like I'm wearing it right now. Look, it's a video, so I can show you how stretchy, how stretchy. <laughs> How stretchy my my friggin' jeans are. These aren't just regular jeans. These are the, look at that, look at that. Can you see that? These are the perfect jeans. For the perfectly imperfect man as you know if you listen to my stand-up i hate hard pants i don't understand how it's 2022 and we haven't figured out how to look good but also wear comfortable pants that don't scrunch up where they're not supposed to scrunch up turns out we have figured it out we have the perfect jean they have a great look they're my best looking jeans but they are the best fitting and best feeling jeans that have incredible incredible craftsmanship I've Every pair I have, I haven't had to replace one yet, and I wear them almost every single day. They're so comfortable. They're almost like pajama pants. You could sleep in them because they are 2% spandex. It's like a stretchy little secret. You can't tell. These are 2% spandex and 2.5% rayon for extra comfort and movement that your man parts require. These are the most comfortable pants I've ever owned in my life. These jeans stretch so your nuts ain't crushed thereby providing the only true home for your bone. This is the only ad I love to do because it has the word thereby in it. Thereby providing the only true home for your bone. They're super soft. You may even forget your wearing pants. They're maximum, maximum durability. I mean, these are really made utilizing the highest quality materials and sewing techniques that provide you with a product that is built to last. And best of all, they're not khakis. Fuck your khakis. Spare your nuts. The Perfect Gene for the Imperfectly Imperfect Men. Just 60 bucks when you use promo code weirdo at checkout. Liberate your lower limbs with the one and only Perfect Gene. Whether you're working with lemton, lemons or lentils, a three-leaf clover or a big ol' honkin' eggplant, The Perfect Gene has you covered. Take a peek at www.theperfectgene.nyc That's Www www.theperfectgene.nyc Code weirdo at checkout for 25% off And show your support of the show This episode is also brought to us by Literally the thing that I recommend more in life To my friends and my colleagues is Magic Mind. I just got a text today from my friend Jimmy. He's a photographer and a director, and he said that this product that I recommended to him was the biggest game changer of 2022 so far, and I absolutely, for real, for real, agree with him. Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink. It is a mix of 12 functional ingredients, including matcha, which has uh, and nootropics, so matcha, which has natural adaptogens, which help us cope with stress, and also just tend to round out the edges of the caffeine we're consuming. So you drink this while you're taking your coffee, while you're having your tea, whatever it might be that you have caffeine in the morning. The adaptogens in the matcha that are in Magic Mind are going to round it out and make it an even more steady dialed in, not jacked up, but like a dialed in flow state. That's what this is. This is flow state in a bottle. Whenever I'm sitting down to write, uh, when I'm doing an episode of this podcast, I drink one of these 10 minutes beforehand and it helps me feel Dialed in, not wired, dialed in. It has nootropics, which is like... You know, vitamins for your brain basically that help you focus and adaptogens that help you fight off stress can be taken daily for a sharper mind, steady energy, immune support, and less stress. And you get 30% more done on average. That's five to seven hours of 30% more productivity after drinking. Magic Mind is the morning drink for creators, entrepreneurs, and freelancers. Athletes have Gatorade. We now have Creatorade, it's a creator's best friend. Try it 15 to 30 minutes before recording or producing an episode of a podcast like this, writing a script, uh, anything that you're doing that uses your brain, that needs your energy, that needs you happy, that needs you light, that needs you locked in and in the flow, This stuff fights off procrastination, brain fog, fatigue, and some ADD symptoms and helps you get into that flow state. And even better, the more you use it, the better it works. They also have a money back guarantee, which means any first purchase will be refunded. No questions asked if it doesn't meet your expectations. And we actually have a special offer for weirdos from our friends at Magic Mind. All you have to do is go to magicmind.co slash weird and use our discount code weird at checkout to get 20% off your first order. That's www.magicmind.co slash weird and use discount code weird at checkout for 20% off. I seriously Val loves it. I love it. It's a huge game changer in my life and it would be a great way to support the show. And we always, always, always appreciate that. And of course, support yourself at the same time. All right, everybody, this is We Made It Weird number 92. 92. 92. Nine nine we got two.
0: a 9. We got a 2. We got a 92. Get into it.
1: What if If God God was one one of of us? us? What if God were one of us? Just a slob 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 like one one of us. I remember being offended at the notion of God being a slob. (laughs) Just a stranger (laughs) stranger on of bus. bus. I
0: remember being offended that God God would would ride ride the
1: the bus. bus. (laughs) 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 Trying to make his way. I'm offended that you're saying
0: his.
1: Welcome to we made it weird. I just thought we'd have like a mother fucking, <laughs> like a mother, <sighs> just like a mother. <laughs>
0: this is so weird. We're being extra weird. I, I, I think we might w- be, be both in, in
1: f- great
0: moods. moods.
1: Well, I am in a great mood. I'm Me having too. myself a crispy little ditty. <laughs> Somebody dropped just a crispy little piece of beacon.
0: Should we start, start this over?
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. This is the uh, real.
0: It's kind of like un- unsettling how weird we're being.
1: <laughs> a genuine pause to consider. I'm with you. I've been. Um, I've been in a weird way for weeks now. <laughs>
0: it's been a wild, it's weird, a wild, wonderful, wonderful, weird,
1: weird, and weird wild. wild week. Yeah, I, wild, wild, weird. We woke up to the news that your mom and delightful aunt Anna have Coco Maloco. Yeah. And they were just here. So yeah. do we have it? Question mark? That's the question. I'm going a firm no.
0: I think a firm no. We are technically by the skin of our teeth in by the, the 90 days. the scrim
1: of our dingleberries.
0: By the hair on our chinny chin chins uh, mm. in the 90 day window. So, you know, I'm sure it's not like you, as soon as it's the 91st day since you had COVID, your immunity drops. Um,
1: yes, but, I, but but then there's I'm, all the horror horror stories that people like get COVID again two weeks after they have it. Yes. Who are these double dipping motherfuckers?
0: I, know. I feel
1: bad for them. <laughs> They're out there going, I had it. Well, at least I can't get it. Oh, it's back. Yeah. And but you
0: know what? I saw it. I was like, if we do have it, I really don't think we do. Because it's also been five days since exposure and no symptoms. and mm-hmm. so. Um, but we're going to get tested. We're not relying on that. And we're laying low.
1: We're laying uh, low. I canceled a dental appointment and was like, oh, shit. You
0: don't want to be in this You don't want to be in this
1: cavern of Coco malo. <laughs> and um, it was a really nice moment because they were like, well, the next time we can see you is September. And I wanted to be like, okay, you're a dentist, not...
0: I know. Cindy Crawford <laughs> in
1: 1990 like what do you this is what not you, you should be going well we can see you whenever you're willing mm-hmm. to come back
0: yeah this is not Soho house no, you, exactly. nobody wants to be here For you're the, lucky I'm even uh, considering reconsidering. that I agreed
1: a second cleaning yes. they were just kind of like they gave me a cleaning and they were like uh, really ideally you'd come back in a, in a week and would just kind of get under the gums and i was like lady let it rot baby that's what i'm saying
0: that's what i'm saying i'll I'll
1: clean it but go ahead
0: i'm just the our specific dentist and i'm sure it's maybe all dentists
1: our bio dentist
0: our bio dentist is like that's what they did to me they're like come back for a second cleaning and they're like you should really come every three months and it's 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 like airport sandwich
1: prices it's the great seinfeld bit where he goes to the people you put your your coffee on my collector's item, George Carlin's seven words you can't say napkin <laughs> that I've been keeping on my desk. As a memento to one of the greats, and you put your wet coffee on it. Now there's a coffee stain on it.
0: Okay, right i by I, shit, piss, fuck, cunt. Okay, I admit that was a, a big whoops Daisy. But... That's like
1: a whoops to Daisy. I would do though. that. That <laughs> makes me feel like in. But also, you.
0: don't you think that looks cooler? It does. It
1: looks. It looks like
0: way cooler. There's
1: the Veritas or whatever. There's the wine napkin yes, production like. company. Yep. Yeah, that's what it looks. Like. I'm
0: really Can sorry, I though. No, I, you don't I even
1: have to worry. About it. Uh, I was I, trying I like to it. save
0: the wood of your desk But I just didn't even think I saw a napkin and I thought there we go
1: <laughs> I understand in your defense It is a napkin
0: Can I put it on this Google Doc?
1: I'd rather you didn't okay. Just. Um, I'll put it Yeah put it on that That, that like looks precarious tray. But I love it. <gasps> Listen, I can't
0: win. <laughs> you're doing wonderfully. And that was a
1: great organic. We're talking about the show as it's happening. It was like, if, remember the moment where you put it on my heirloom? Yes. I call it an heirloom. <laughs> I also want to say about our dentist. Uh, first of all, they the audacity. They're, they're like, oh, you have to cancel today? Our next availability is in four months. I know. Uh, okay, <laughs> too. They, I had this appointment. Mm-hmm. They texted me a month and a week out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just a reminder, you have this appointment. Can you even... (laughs) I don't think you can. Can you really fathom... I go to the dentist. I make an appointment for... uh, It's like a month and two weeks. A week later, they send me a text and say, (laughs) hey, don't forget you have that appointment in a month and a week. (laughs) And I'm like, I wrote because I'm like, I think a human might be reading these. Mm -hmm. I wrote... Hey, can I get fewer texts, please? Because they text a fucking ton.
0: They do text a ton.
1: And I the remember, for those of you keeping up with my dental history, <laughs> I hadn't had a cleaning in eight long ones. <laughs> and the reason I hadn't had it, I put it on them because it's not like I don't. Like I don't go around thinking about when I'm gonna. I'm not. I wasn't putting it off. If they had emailed me or even sent me a little birthday card, you know how the dentist yeah. will send you like "Happy Birthday, Love hope that. to see you soon." It's you know, the like
0: only birthday card I ever received. <laughs>
1: wow, well, you were like the girl from Basket. <laughs> yeah, wait, she did this podcast. Her name is Martha. Martha. She's so, so great. Cute. Yeah, I just thought the name Martha was very cute, but she yes, yeah, she is so great. Mm-hmm. Um. They don't do that. They only, you can either, so I said, can I get for your text? And they were like, sorry. They, they talked like the text were like, was like a dictator of their country. They're like, the text, they do, it does what it wants. It sends out all these things. And I was <laughs> like, then opt out. And this is why you won't see me for another hard Ocho. I. <laughs> like, that's on you. What a fucking stupid. Okay, but also. The day before, don't forget your appointment, or the week before.
0: Yes, no, that a month is really and dumb. Two
1: weeks, and then I'm like, uh, just fewer. No, we can't do it. Okay. All right, then opt out, and you won't see me for a hard eight. P.T. Anderson. <laughs> you won't see me for P.T. Anderson's first film effort.
0: <laughs> and once you do see me, there will be blood because I you <laughs> have not been flossing. Oh. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Wow, <laughs> you you need to get in I those will. back molars because there's some licorice pizza back there. <laughs> okay, it's use not uh,
0: you're not gonna be able to use a phantom thread. You'll have to use a real one.
1: <laughs> Valerie, you have won the first annual riffy. The riffies are here. And they were over. You won them.
0: I do feel like your licorice pizza didn't get the right response for me because I was excited to say my next one. But that's really funny.
1: Um, you are seldom that way. I didn't think it was that good. But no, that, that is what it's great. like hanging out. With, no. But that's what it's like hanging out with comedians. They're yeah. often just kind of grinding them gears, thinking of their <laughs> yeah. own riffs, trying to bring home that little jackadelia of bacon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bacon's come up twice. Um,
1: I don't miss bacon. Never liked it.
0: Ah, uh, that's insane. He wants to
1: eat a wet?
0: It's a, not a wet. wet.
1: It's it. It crumbled. shouldn't have been wet. It like kind of powders. Like you put it in your mouth, and there is sort of like a, a like a nuclear winter powder. Like it like relents mm-hmm. into a liquid in your mouth. Like it's kind okay. of dusty, burnt on the outside, and you put it in your mouth, and then it's like, and it like becomes like a grease. Yeah, and then and then, oh, and if you're lucky, you'll get like a tough bit that's like like somebody took a schoolhouse pink eraser and just kind of aerated it a little bit, and you can chew on that for a few hours. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I te- ne- even when I was wise, eating meat every single meal, I never was a bacon person. Never will be a bacon person.
0: Well, I lo- I loved it in an egg sandwich. Okay, there I said it. <laughs> Um, Never
1: liked an egg sandwich either. Yeah,
0: yeah. you don't like eggs famously. Um, I just wanted to say one. Now it feels crueler because I'm circling back to say it. I'm saying I'm on your side. Fuck the dentist. (laughs) But also, but also it is funny that you were like, I haven't seen them for eight years. That's their fault. Send a reminder. And then they send a reminder and you're like, Whoa, too many reminders. I I, I also will not be coming back for eight years.
1: That's hilarious. I could look it up, but their texts were off. It's like a curb your enthusiasm episode. It'd be like Yeah. They keep texting. Like, I made the appointment. The next day, I know I'm doing Seinfeld. The next day, they text me to confirm the appointment. I just made the appointment. (laughs) It's my appointment. I remind you of the appointment. You know? Yeah. You
0: You know Jerry Seinfeld flosses and Larry David.
1: Oh, God.
0: They are like, they can't stop flossing. It's
1: a weird thing if you ever see them and they're not flossing. Yeah. Great set of teeth on the sign. Oh, yeah. Can't picture Larry David's.
0: He's got great teeth too. I mean, he has good teeth, I think.
1: Those, when I see Larry David, especially as he gets healthier and healthier, he's mm. one of those guys that's getting older, but he's getting healthier. Yeah. He's still aging. Yeah. But these are guys that I can't speak for the sign, but when the sign, I saw the sign. <laughs> I saw the sign. Great sign. Love the sign. <laughs> doop, boop, doop, 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 doop. <laughs> Took place in New York, great city, Trump pleasure, it's there. <laughs> Elaine, Kramer, Kramer, Kramer <laughs> comes in, what's his name, Cosmo, he orders a Cosmo, <laughs> he orders a hymn. it's a little bit of Absolute Citron, it's a little bit of Cran, a little bit Cranberry, a little,
0: <laughs> just, I just shut down. Just say Absolute Citron again in
1: uh, Trump. Absolute Citron, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful citron it's God, absolutely wonderful it
0: really i think it's coming across but it really is your face that's just killing it yeah yeah, with yeah that and absolute it's a shame. citron
1: absolute citron <laughs> it's a great citron uh i um yeah what do you i got?
0: i love you but you make every straws in this house taste like athletic greens
1: every straws <laughs> 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 Guys, this is the Sleepy Summer Series. We're just hanging out.
0: We're just, we're too I don't, relaxed. I don't, want this, I don't relaxed. want this
1: podcast to be a place where I feel like I have to show up <laughs> and I have to deliver. Okay? I don't want
0: this okay. podcast to be like something where I have to be smart. Where I have to be interesting. Where I have to be funny. Where I have to be worth listening rule. to.
1: <laughs> Why can't it just be that we hang out like a family for once? Yeah, you and me, you, me, and every listener is think- the third un disembodied person at I this table i
0: think every listener right now is going for once that's all we ever do
1: yeah very good very very good <laughs> very very Thank good you. there was a burger at gordon college where i went <laughs> i still can't say it without it gordon college gordon. Couldn't it, be? it was also the sometimes it was called like it's dirtier name was the united colleges of gordon and barrington no i know
0: that's a that's a real name. It's
1: how it would sign its name on its own will, for oh
0: example. My God. <laughs> like you
1: would never see it. But it used to be Barrington. College. Barrington
0: is a way better name. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: And then Gordon comes in and is like, Can't we call it Gordon? <laughs> it's like a joke. <laughs> Gordon? Gordon? Gordon College. I'm not even shitting on it. I'm just saying the name. Mm. The name. Some <laughs> of my favorite professors are still there. The name, not great. They yeah. know. My right. favorite professors know. I teach at Gordon. They know. Yeah, it's not great. Barrington would have been better.
0: Barrington is nice. I had... knew somebody with the last name Harrington, and I always thought that sounded so classy.
1: Yeah, it's like Patrick Harrington. Yeah, Harrington. Patrick Harrington here. <laughs> Hello, Valerie. It's me, Patrick. Patrick I don't Arrington. even
0: know you, but I'm falling in love with you.
1: I just want you to know I do shave my legs. It is for swimming.
0: Oh, it's he's a swimmer. I'm I don't a... really care for swimming.
1: No. Not Competitive, I just oh. love getting in a pond or a lake or a getty or a jetty or going to a pool. And I love the feel of water all over me balls and me, and me end. Oh my God. Fresh Prince of <laughs> Bellend. Who's Look, been... let's weigh in. What do I Patrick Arrington think about the Will Smith slap. Right. I feel like there's some some angles that I'm not really privy to because I am a mostly airless swimming figment of your imagination (laughs) that you think about when you're squishing your nibbly
0: bits. Ew, uh, Patrick. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Don't say that. Look,
1: let's change the subject. Let's (laughs) let's have ourselves a bit of tea, all right? And when I say tea, I mean rock hard, small, (laughs) almost what you would call an hot dog bun, right? Tiny, though tiny, like one third of an (laughs) hot dog. One third of an hot dog man, but it is rock hard. Now listen, love, <laughs> listen to what I've done. I have for tea, which is the meal that's before supper, but after lunch. It's tea, alright? I'm going to cut into those buns with a butter knife. It's not a sharp knife, so it's gonna be sort of crudely broken with the knife. Let's cut then broken with the knife. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna use a mayonnaise that's gonna be unfamiliar to your palate gonna be sort of sweet with a little vinegary something you're not whatever it is let me tell you this you are not expecting it all right you're gonna see a white cream you're gonna think it's probably this well guess what Azag when you think zig all right and then I'm gonna put one piece of wet ham on it <laughs> and I'm going to I'm gonna kind of press the am into each one. And I'm going to put a, four or five of them. Like an odd number. So it's not easy for us to share. <laughs> I'm going to put like five of those on a plate. And say, here's tea. And you're not going to want to eat them. <laughs> but you're going to want to not offend me. Culturally speaking. That's oh tea. Oh,
0: my God. That's
1: tea. That what is are, so funny. Also, of,
0: that is not tea, right?
1: I... I'm embarrassed, I, but one time, i it's one of my most vivid memories. In high school, <laughs> I went to Glenn Whitehouse. We've talked yeah,
0: about Yeah, we have.
1: Glenn was my British friend. Yeah. He, he was round as a snowman and ruddy. He always looked uh, sort of winded, thick glasses, computer kind of programming glasses, freckles, dark hair, Harry Potter, kind of a <laughs> Harry Potter attacked by bees sort of situation. <laughs> He he, look at this kid and know you could beat him. He sounds
0: more like Harry Potter's cousin.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Except glasses. Mm. And Glenn, God, I know I was a different boy back then, so let's hope (laughs) we've both improved. Yeah. Or you just owned it, and you're like, oi, 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 oi. "I'm Glenn Whitehouse. I look like the cousin in Potter. <laughs> it just goes. Okay, here's the memory, and I minutes. have a good question for you. <laughs> another, another Patrick Arrington rip <laughs> yeah. for 45. I have a great question for you. Okay. A good couple question. Okay.
0: I think I'm excited.
1: Um, couple questions sounds sexual, but you, I just like. No,
0: uh, no I think <laughs> only you were thinking
1: that. Only I, in my deep bowels of awniness, thought it was. <laughs> Essential. <laughs> um, here's the memory. Have I told this before? Stop me if you've heard this before. I am attending Lexington High School, Lexington Mass, 02173. Glenn <laughs> is my friend. Glenn, I think, started mid, like, he didn't start freshman year he showed up like he was like an ad like he was a new kooky character it's like the writers of my high school were like it's kind of flat this season <laughs> glenn Whitehouse, you know and here he comes yeah uh and he's spicing it up he's got a new flavor and he says you want to come out of my house for tea mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost of course i thought he just meant tea mm-hmm. yeah oh no
0: just,
1: yeah sure there is no way i was expecting any sort of meal
0: yeah
1: but uh he invites me over for tea um he also says he walked from the high school to his house Mm -hmm. and it had snowed Mm -hmm. and i was like how far of a walk is it tell me if this isn't just the feeling of making plans in high school it's like Mm -hmm. yeah i'll go over your house for tea first of all i'm just thinking you're gonna serve me a cup of tea (laughs) two we're gonna walk three how long is this walk four he's like it's not that long Five? Are you saying that just because you hate doing this long ass walk on your own? <laughs> like these are the considerations. Yeah, like, it's probably really long.
0: This is like boys, like high school boys are like I don't, I don't know, like does uh, your, you know, like your... we're
1: always farting.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, it's basically what. Men would do, but without the like you hadn't you hadn't yet been socialized, so you were just like I don't feel like it. <laughs>
1: you yeah, precise mundo. Yeah, but the walk was fucking forever. Oh, Glenn. it was so long, Come and it was on, trudging Glenn. through the snow. And I remember it was long because at like forty minutes in, we stopped talking.
0: Forty minutes. Yes.
1: Full and he was trudging, and we're both doughboys and we're just panting. And then we got there and they served tea, and it was exactly what I described to you it was Ooh. one third of a hot dog bun, rock hard, cut open with a butter knife, more broken than cut, <laughs> uh, mayonnaise that I didn't recognize, and a single slice of like a wet ham.
0: Yeah. And I okay. didn't
1: want it, but I ate it because I didn't want to be like the ugly American.
0: Here's what I think I could be wrong yes but blaze, blazed on all the british tv that i watch and like bluey honestly Bluey. remember how how in bluey bingo says trifical while they're having morning tea and if you look they're just like it's like tomatoes and cucumbers it's
1: like a snack
0: it's a snack i think that's just the british word for snack I mean, I think they have it at specific times, and I think there is tea involved. That would involved. make a
1: lot of sense because it's like for tea, like the way we might have a donut with coffee. That's our yeah, tea.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it is like going to be different at every house. So I think, like, probably there are traditional, you know, like if you go to high tea, you're yeah. going to get a macaroon.
1: A macaroon. You're going
0: to get a crustless sandwich,
1: maybe a shabbata.
0: Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> sure. Um, I just
1: want to point out that there's some British guy listening on an old-timey radio right now. <laughs> <in> like <laughs> On an old, old leather chair by a fireplace. And I went, oh, tea. Like the way me- we might have a coffee and a donut. And he was sitting there and he went, "Oh." He spit out his tea. <laughs> I knew they loved donuts. nuts. <laughs> donuts up there with bacon. I don't like shit like that. You don't like donuts? I don't. Have you ever seen me eat a donut?
0: No, but I always thought that was because you were being healthy. And and yeah, I have.
1: (laughs) Well, that's because donuts are one of those things that often are like given to you in a green room or... But
0: like we went to Donut Friend, the vegan donut place across... It's
1: also a vegan thing. It's like, well, if you're a vegan, vegan you'll go and have your donut. But like, I'd rather have... You know what? Straw shortcake. Um, here's my question for you.
0: <laughs> yes. Couple question.
1: Um, Sexual. Here's, here's this non-sexual couple question. Can you tell me of a time you ate something <laughs> that you didn't want to eat but felt like you couldn't refuse it? Mm. Like I ate Glenn White, the White House family's mm. uh, one-third hot dog bun with slice ham.
0: Yeah. Well, so I wish I had like a, I can maybe think of a specific I have I have one story that comes to mind that's kind of some, you know, answers that question. But before I do, there was just the general feeling of being a kid was going over to a friend's house for dinner and. Their mom just made things differently than your mom or dad, but let's face it, it was the 90s, so mom.
1: Yes, and their house smelled differently too.
0: (laughs) Their house smelled differently, but like it was, and and the one thing that I could never get past was I felt like everyone's mom didn't put enough sauce on their spaghetti.
1: (laughs) I'm going to join in with a hearty. Almost Rockefellerian huzzah, <laughs> because what is everyone doing? Do you like plain pasta? You like p- plain wormy, oh uh, overcooked? Because
0: let's face it, it was the nineties pasta. In the
1: nineties, there was no properly cooked pasta. We
0: didn't know the phrase al dente. They would be like al no. dentist. My al
1: dentist texts me way <laughs> too much, and the texts are always overcooked. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the '90s, uh, the only way you were going to get al dente pasta is if you made it by accident. Yeah, and people would be like, "This is hard ass pasta, and I hate it."
0: But the like the spaghetti I remember was just like bland and it, and kind of like watery. Like oh, what's the word? Ragu. Not like clumpy, but like
1: irregular,
0: irregular. Yeah. Ex- well, there exactly. was a,
1: There's an interesting Malcolm Gladwell did a, a talk. There was a guy who figured out it's it's one of the most popular TED talks. It's like mm-hmm. what it's before we were all watching TED talks. It's like kind of shot on a VHS camcorder in some nerd's basement. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, Malcolm Gladwell nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I said nerd. <laughs> malcolm gladwell is on the stage and he's talking about some guy i'm going to call him some guy malcolm gladwell knew the guy's name who figured out like ragu or prego prego was getting their ass handed to them they wanted to compete with ragu 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 i said ragu i'm on the ragu um, and people wanted to be like, couldn't you be, if you're either Prego or you're on the ragu. What? Whoa. That's if crazy. I'm waiting for my ragu. I think I might be Prego. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, just, oh my God. just pour a
1: lemonade and expect less from this podcast and you will enjoy it.
0: Yeah. If you're not, it's on you. It's on <laughs>
1: you. Um, no, but uh, he said that he was the guy who figured out that you don't want um, one pasta sauce, you want seven pasta sauces. Mm. Now, of course, we all know that there's seven pasta sauces, but they did a survey of however many hundred people you need to, and they found that like out of 300, there were seven distinct types of people when it came to pasta sauce and they were all picturing different things mm. and this is where people got like thin and runny was one that people like i liked.
0: cannot believe that and somebody one would of choose them was that.
1: the thick and hearty or the full of vegetables or full of meat or full like wow there's all these different things so they were like you need to make seven different kinds wow but before this guy believe it or not brands weren't doing that and this is why there's like Diet, cherry, vanilla, Dr. Pepper. Like that's, (laughs) it seems so obvious. Yeah. But back then they kind of thought that like fewer choices was better. Just buy our product. You want Dr. Pepper, get a Dr. Pepper. Mm. And it's like some people want a vanilla diet. Dr. Pepper.
0: Yeah. Well, especially with tomato sauce, I do feel like that's something that just like moms probably all had their own recipe Exactly. And then it's it's like you want that's like such a comfort food you want exactly how your mom made it. Yeah. I still make what I when I make that like spaghetti with the beyond meat in it. Yes. That's me making exactly the vegan version of what my mom how my mom made spaghetti. I believe it. And it's so good and so comforting, but this is not vegan now, but she she would make it that way with like meat in it. And then we would put the Parmesan, you know, like the... Craft. Just the craft, yeah.
1: Craft green top?
0: Oh, that is... Yep.
1: The 90s. And we
0: called it the stinky cheese. Will you hand the stinky cheese?
1: <laughs> so cute.
0: Parmesan um, okay. Parmesan is so,
1: a no gruyere, my dear. <laughs> I'm just getting i to think of a stinkier cheese.
0: <laughs> um, the other time I can think of eating something that I didn't want... Well, so my family's from Texas... But I was raised in California. So that presented a is lot. Was
1: this a pilot pitch?
0: <laughs> so that presented a lot of like cuisine conflicts when I was a kid because they really would eat roadkill. And and they would hunt weird animals. Yeah. And I just was like, you know, you're a kid. You You go through that phase where you are... The last thing you, what what seven year old is like. I'm an adventurous eater. I like to eat try new foods. Right, <laughs> like no kid wants to try new
1: foods. When you're a kid, you want your food to just taste like like a, a thousand crackers condensed into one cube, and you could just eat the taste of of white paper basically i was remembering
0: yeah i was remembering and you're gonna say that we were trash and we were um i will not i was remembering that sometimes my mom would just make us white rice with butter and a little bit of sugar on it and that was just like dinner well (laughs) It's almost worse.
1: I am that I'm not saying it. <laughs> yeah, I'm wow. fighting. Wow, wow. That's, um, In,
0: that's information. <laughs> culturally,
1: uh, both <laughs> insignificant and also noteworthy. Wow, <laughs> just a little bit of a little bit of sugar on it. Yeah, <laughs> just a little sprinkle.
0: <gasps> um, it's basically
1: sushi rice with butter on it.
0: Well, there is a, a sushi dessert that's with sticky rice and mango and like sugar. Yeah,
1: the Asian cuisines have always struggled with their desserts. (laughs) Is that true? Some people really love that. No, I understand. I I mean, Japan has some incredible desserts that just aren't our palate. It's not like... I'm saying when Westerners go to a Chinese restaurant, no one is like, I can't wait to have the... You know, the the use a use jelly Yuzu. balls. Yuzu jelly balls served chilled in a martini <laughs> glass. Like it's a hard sell. Mm-hmm. We want fucking full fat cow dick shot and jizz through a cascading mm-hmm. mountain of honey.
0: <laughs>
1: um wow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um wow. Uh, <laughs> like it's <the> a boring <laughs> meeting. Um Wow. Um.
0: (laughs) Moving on. Um, No. So I do remember one time where my papa shot a wild boar, like truly just in the wild. I think like saw it on the side of the road, got out, had a gun in his (laughs) truck and shot the wild boar. And so they made wild boar sausage. And I just wanted so bad because my brother always, he had, we moved from Texas when I was a baby and he was five and he just always like visited a lot more. So he really identified with that side of the family a lot more than I did. And I just remembered wanting to be like my brother, wanting to be like everybody else, wanting to feel included. Like I was a Texas girl too. Of course. And so like, being given two really big pieces of this wild boar sausage and just not wanting to eat it and like kind of choking the question.
1: Yes. Terrible, terrible nightmare.
0: And then the other time was even worse. I think I've told you this where they told me we were eating chicken and dumplings and like my non chicken and dumplings were always like talk of the town in our house. Mm. And, um, and so I was like, again wanting to be really included wanting to like feel like a part of the texas family and was eating it and was like "Mm," like said something really cute like "Mm, nothing like nani's chicken and dumplings and then i'm dead they they were like valerie uh they had told me it was chicken and dumplings and then they were like it's actually squirrel and dumplings because they knew that if they told me it was squirrel, I would not have eaten it. And I would have been right to you, not I eat it. I don't know
1: if you told me this. It, not on the pod.
0: It's very upsetting. Because
1: this is, this is 40 <laughs> out of 40 in terms of how upsetting. I yeah. mean, what, I, what makes it upsetting... Well, other than every literal detail of the story, <laughs> yeah. is that your dad, I hope you don't mind, is mm-hmm. the sort of fella. I hope you don't mind that if there is a <laughs> truffle hot sauce, I hope you this is okay. Yes. Um, word around the table, I hope the, oh, you don't, is, is like, <laughs> don't tell your dad there's mushrooms in this. I hope This is okay. The, or he won't eat it.
0: Yeah. Don't tell your dad that a truffle is a mushroom. Yeah. Otherwise, he won't eat it because this man cannot get near a vegetable unless it's broccoli and it's smothered in butter. Yes. Um, so
1: this is. Uh, yeah. We're coming at it from different sides of the table.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it is. It is very upsetting and not at all okay to
1: do. Did you stop eating your squirrel dumplings?
0: Well, they were like, "See, you like it," and and I I just wish that I could have, as a kid, articulated. I'm That's... trying to fit in with you buffoons. Yeah. Like I'm trying to fit in with you. Why are you tricking me? I'm already trying to do this. And then like, yeah, I just, I think I was mad. And I, I don't, I'm sure I wasn't expressing it that I don't eat anything with point.
1: hands. I know I don't eat meat, but I'm just saying like yeah. squirrels have too many and
0: they're, fingers. They're, <laughs> they're both, you can take this from two different angles too. They're either very close they're like too close to being a rat they're yes. just a rat uh, as to quote sex in the city a squirrel is just a rat with a cuter outfit um and they're
1: even quoting glorious bastards but yes
0: what does he say what is inglorious say
1: well it's horrible <laughs> because he's a nazi but he's sort of making the argument that a squirrel let's just say
0: oh i see yes the
1: squirrel is a rat with a tail with yeah
0: fluffy yeah tail. yeah um or you can take it from the other side, which is like, they're just, they're so cute.
1: Yeah, you'll get it either coming or going.
0: Yeah. But anyway, I know that they are, the like, culture, anytime we're grossed out by eating something, it's it's entirely cultural. Oh, for sure. So I'm not saying I'm above people who enjoy squirrel. I just am saying, don't trick your kids. Don't trick
1: a child. Although everything is a trick, why not just tell you, and you didn't keep eating them or you did?
0: No, I think I ate around it. I ate the dumplings.
1: This is a heartbreaker. I would never, (laughs) never do that to Lee. Never,
0: right? Leela,
1: it's funny. Watching her love dinosaurs, and dinosaurs are sort of where kids, I think, start to understand that some things eat other things. Yeah. Like living things. Yeah. uh, We've talked about this before. I don't know if on the pod, but we had a friend that when he was like seven was like I think wait he was
0: younger maybe four four
1: five. He was like there's chicken and chicken think mm-hmm. like he thought there was chicken and then there were the animal chickens but he didn't mm-hmm. put it together mm-hmm. i think lee knows i think leela knows and wants to eat animals <laughs> like i think she's like no it's dead and i eat it and it's like okay Do you think she
0: knows that it dies? Though I think she knows that it is an animal. That's a good
1: point. But like, I don't think she knows what death is. She doesn't know because
0: she'll be like, "You're dead. You're dead." And I think, and dead just
1: means laying still. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, and like, I was trying to explain to her this morning the concept of if you pick flowers, they die. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's not computing. Um. Yeah, I. I could see her though being. She said something really recently, remember where I was like this is like the opposite of that adorable video of the French girl becoming a vegetarian in real time. It's a boy. I think, but
1: yes, where he goes, I like the animals when they're standing up.
0: Yeah, you know, and so so sweet. So sweet. But no, Leela said something about like oh like she was like I want to eat chicken and I was like I think I said I was like but if we eat the chicken it's dead. And she was like, yeah, I want to eat the dead chicken. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right.
1: I, I, and, you know, as I've always said, I ate meat for how many, like 36 years? Yeah. Like, get out of here. Yeah. I, I think this all the time. It's like, Leela, like, we'll go to the movies. We'll go see Sonic 2 starring Ben Schwartz and Jim Jim Carrey, is it? <laughs> and uh, we'll eat M&M's or something. And I'm like, I know there's some... Milk in there. Milk or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like... That, that kind of went back to our conversation about like, for some reason, it's such a value of mine, even though I have these like hoity-toity or whatever you want to call them, ethereal sort of like, we're all just spirit and it's not really what matters. Mm. Uh, I still have like a real intense, like, don't stand out in the bad way. Mm. Stand out in the good way, but don't stand out in the bad way. Meaning, mm. if Leela wants to say, I'm a vegan, that's great. And she can carve out some of her identity and some of her beliefs Sorry. it's okay by her deciding not to want to eat m&ms or whatever but i was like I, i'd rather her have the choice to go incognito if That's she wants so
0: interesting because i had to fill out her school forms today hmm. um for her new school <gasps> O-J, oh, we'll
1: mm-hmm. run <laughs> um,
0: and she it said like you know, it asked if she's a vegetarian. And I said, yeah. And it said, please explain. And I said, she doesn't eat meat. Yeah. Um, but then please explain, but then I almost, I started to put, however, if she asks or if she wants to try it, she can. Because yeah. I was like, you know, if there's like a kid who wants to give her a chicken nugget and she wants that's to try it. That's
1: happening, though. I, I don't know that's happened.
0: I know. And I that's why I figured I didn't even need to me- mention it. But like, I really couldn't stand the thought of her being like, you know, like of them being like, all the, these other kids are getting this thing and she wants it and she can't have it because of our stuff.
1: Completely yeah. agree. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know where I got it, but I at some point found that there was a real power in anonymity and you if you want to just like kind of get quiet in the corner and I, not to sound like napoleon dynamite but amass your skills like hone decide who you are sort of privately in your dreams in your downtime in your quiet time the best thing you can do is just sort of like blend in meeting mm-hmm. like if I was a kid in Texas, I would have been eating T-bones and going to the rodeo and all that sort of stuff. Just like, don't look at me until I tell you to look at me. It was but, like building uh, an act.
0: <laughs> yeah, baby, another thing... Will you open
1: the door Mama?
0: Yeah, it's hot. It's
1: hot as fuck.
0: Another thing I had to put in her school forms was it was like, describe her personality. And I was like, oh, where do I begin? She's the best. She's the literal best. She's <laughs> um, the literal best. No, but I... I put a bunch of different things. And then I put, it said, oh, it said, how is she with other kids? And I said, she really loves other kids. She's very social. Um, But if a kid is specifically kind of clingy. Oh, yeah. She will be more aloof. She wants to come to them on her own terms. That's right. And I was thinking as I was writing that, I was like, she's her dad. Her dad's girl, 100%. That's so you. That's oh, well. really you, I think.
1: Yeah. I like cats.
0: You like cla- cats. It's exactly yeah, like you liking cats. cats. Yeah.
1: And there, there are a few kids in her class that are like dogs, and they run right up to her, and she is like, uh, yeah. no.
0: And she often, the one thing that she, that she they mention to us that they want us to work on with her is that she only has a few friends that she likes to play with and she doesn't want to play with everybody. Her dad. Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> I'm waiting for the thing where it's like, parents are always saying like, you see, they're like you and it disturbs you. I'm like, whenever she does something that's like me, I'm like, cool.
0: That's not going to happen because you love yourself more than anybody.
1: I love, wait. I mean, more, more than, than any, totos?
0: more than anybody loves themselves. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Good. I... Cause yeah, <laughs> I've been finding that like, it's not about you, you're not about, life isn't about you, you are about life thing Mm. has been so helpful. Pardon the interruption, weirdos. This episode is brought to us by our friends at Blue Chew. Guys, it is time to bring that summer heat into the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable, tablets you take at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime day or night, so no need to plan ahead, and you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no more weird visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacies. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the usa and it prepared and shipped directly to your door in a discreet package with blue chew men everywhere excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived your package is Has arrived. They always say first impressions are important, but what about lasting impressions? It's time to get off the couch and get back to work. If your tool needs an upgrade, head to BlueChew.com. Women say there's nothing sexier than confidence and BlueChew can give you the confidence where it counts. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, BlueChew can help. And we've got a special deal for weirdos. Try BlueChew free when you use promo code WEIRD at checkout. Pay just $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code WEIRD, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you, Chew, for sponsoring this podcast. Weirdos, I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes when I'm online, uh, I'd rather people not know what I'm doing online. <laughs> I wouldn't want a list of every website I've ever been to this week broadcast to the world. And that is why... Uh, I like ExpressVPN. I know what you're probably thinking. Why don't you just use incognito mode with the the glasses and the fedora? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history, filled with shame or not, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's some terrifying shit. That's why whenever I'm home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet service provider is. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit that's a really great idea if you love privacy like i do and if you love not having apps track you like some dystopian future nightmare expressvpn also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100 percent of your data with the most powerful encryption available most of the time i don't even realize how i have it on expressvpn is very very subtle it runs seamlessly in the background and is so easy to use all you have to do is tap one button and boom you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV, so there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online identity today with a VPN rated number one by Business Insiders. Business Insider, excuse me. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com weirdo, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com weirdo, expressvpn.com weirdo. To learn more, keep your stuff private, and show your support of this show.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. I've been, sorry I interrupted. Please. That's been like the big lesson of the last couple days because as you know, we're trying to get pregnant. Prego,
1: and I thought we keep getting our ragu.
0: <laughs> we keep getting the ragu, uh, exactly. And so the ragu came yesterday and I was really upset because I thought I was prego. And um, and I talked to my therapist and She was very much like reminding me that I should be like staying in a state of just like I am creating the best environment for a baby to enter whenever she he or she wants to. And as opposed to like being really rigid and put and caring a lot about outcome. And it's so, and she was talking a lot about how, like if you try to control nature, eventually nature will protest mm. because it's just not how life is meant to be. and um and i I was like, oh right, there's it, it there is something about life being about you in that where you're just like. Yeah. Um, But I'm sorry, my will, like, I want this thing by now, and I should get it because I want it by now.
1: (laughs) I feel like so much suffering is rooted in isolation, meaning thinking that life is about you. Yeah. And therefore, like, this is the thing that I've never gotten to work, but like, when things are up. Mm -hmm. like you're probably more likely to think that there's a god or something right yeah and then when things are down you're more likely to think there isn't a god Mm -hmm. and it's like it's hard to step out of ourselves in this way but like to be completely neutral what do the infinite origins of existence or the mystery of existence what does it have to do with like your story it's just what i mean is like and i've said this before probably but like there's suffering, right? Mm-hmm. And, and people are like, one of the main reasons you don't believe in, in origination, an originating force behind all things, the reason they don't believe in that, which, by the way, seems pretty logical, that mm-hmm. if there is something, then it would have originated from something that's already, I would say that's already here. I don't think there was something over here that waved a magic wand and made this. I just mean, this is itself its own thing mm-hmm. that has an irreducible element that we could call God. But like the people that are like, there's too much suffering to believe in God. I'm like, so if everything was going great, would we then wonder where everything came from? Does it, does that make sense? Yeah. I find that to be so interesting. Yeah. It's like if everybody was just going around and everything was winning, yeah. would then you be leisured enough as you were eating like your favorite meal every day mm-hmm. to go like, what is this? And like, why can't it be that there is suffering and there is a, a God, or or there is a thing that we don't understand? Right, Why and it, it yeah,
0: it is also just the, our limited belief of being like suffering is a flaw, right? Suffering is a problem; it shouldn't be, right? And so, and that is a really limited belief, and even like I and I realize there is suffering that's so brutal and horrifying of course and also which makes us
1: really hard to talk about I'm not a fan of suffering either I'm I even resist the small sufferings in my own life and absolutely. yet it's always after the fact that we go like huh nothing happens yeah. unless we're in a world it's the high stakes poker table that's like you it. need the ability to go bust yeah and that's
0: and another thing that great thing that my therapist said about you know, me not getting what I want when I want it in this really big way is she's like, this is really humbling. It's like, that's right.
1: Because the world's not, it's not about you because
0: it's not about you. And that's, it's like always good to have an opportunity to be humbled because there's a relief
1: to it that's exactly what we were saying last week too it's like Mm -hmm. if you're rocking out on your special trip you're also probably deepening your grooves that are separating from other people and suffering i just noticed this this past week since we did the last episode i had a couple things not go my way and i was just like what is going on and i find this over and over again i become people who need people Mm -hmm. when i'm just winning and things are going my way I don't have the same impulse to call my brother and have dinner or to call an old friend or to... or to Honestly, like often when things aren't going my way, that's when I'll reach out to people and be like, how can I help? Mm-hmm. How can I help you? Is there something I can help you with? Because mm-hmm. you just kind of... It gets you in touch with how other people must feel and it gets you rem- re-remembering just how intertwined and how interdependent we are. We
0: need each other. But if you're
1: just jackpot 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 donuts Mm -hmm. donuts donuts donuts, bacon 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 Mm -hmm. nothing nothing i know i've said it a million times but that alan watts thing changed my life if you were god and you were in charge of everything Mm -hmm. you'd have an infinite orgasm for a couple thousand years and then Mm -hmm. eventually you would make a program that would start doing some stuff that you weren't Mm -hmm. expecting Mm -hmm. including really difficult challenging stuff because Mm -hmm. that's the only it's like the it's like the movement in the washer it's mm-hmm. like it, you see the clothes in the washer it just looks like absolute chaos, but at the end of it, they're clean. <laughs> yeah. I mean? like, yeah. Like, that's I, what that, in fact, it was the grinding and the rolling around that cleaned them.
0: That's right. Exactly. That's how things that's a get great clean metaphor. That's exactly it. Yeah. I was just talking about this with my, my mindfulness group today that like somebody brought up that there's, they had heard the concept cause we were talking about like happiness and joy and they had heard the concept of a capital J joy and lowercase joy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, lowercase joy would be like the fleeting feelings of joy. Or, or the way Tara Brock puts it is happiness with a cause and happiness without a cause.
1: Uh huh.
0: And, um, and we were just talking about how the greater happiness without a cause, that like that capital J joy, that big contentment includes it all. It, it's including the fleeting happiness, but it's also including the suffering and it's including the not getting what we want and it's the including the getting what we want and letting that pass. This
1: is the don't you kind of love it thing.
0: Yeah. I've,
1: like, again, without, there weren't even specific things, but there were. Just, we've been watching movies and we went and saw Lightyear, which was, was pretty good. And yeah. Like, there's always like a foe in these movies that the, the hero just can't beat. Like, I just mm-hmm. can't do it. Mm -hmm. and then there's always the moment in the movie where it gets bad and then it gets even worse and that's just Mm -hmm. how it is Mm -hmm. and like still no matter how many times I'm told that story when I'm faced with an emotional foe or or a feeling of inadequacy or an unworthiness or for me it's exclusion if I'm feeling like Oh, that's it! I'm excluded. I'm not going to be loved or supported anymore, like Mm -hmm. by my friends, my family, my job, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. I still forget. Like, don't you see? This is every movie.
0: There's always
1: that night where you go, like, "Sorry, guys, we lost." Yeah. Even in the in the oceans movies, there's Mm -hmm. always a moment where Clooney is like, "Uh, "Looks like it's not going to (laughs) happen." Every single time, and yet in our own lives, when we go. It's not going to happen. We still forget Mm -hmm. that like that's how it works. Yeah. You get broken by these things like you with your pregnancy. Yeah. You You get broken and you go fuck and then you surrender. And like that Lizzo song, you become like water.
0: Exactly. And that's specifically what she said. She was like, you know, there's a reason why it's kind of a cliche that... People with, you know, maybe fertility issues or just who are trying to get pregnant over and over say that the moment that they stop trying, they get pregnant. Yes, because it is this this being broken, being humbled and then realizing the only thing you can do and could always do Is is just flow with it. It's it's going to life is going to unfold beyond your control whether you're trying to control it or not.
1: That's right. So so be like water.
0: So be like water and just be open and soft and flowy and all these feminine things. Yes. Which is like of course you have to be that when you're trying to get, you know, the a, f- a feminine I'm I'm being careful because I know not women aren't the only ones that have babies, but you know, it just makes sense that there is this feminine aspect to making a baby and and you're creating a womb like not mm-hmm. like being constricted and braced and rigid That's right. creating like a soft open womb yeah. safe space
1: those are in my daily affirmations i write i trust the flow i am in the flow mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff but it's really helpful every morning to remember that yeah and i've started making i, I wouldn't call it a vision board but the past couple of weeks, I will call it a vision board. I don't mind, but it's on my phone, so it's not a board. I just use Layout, that app, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make images of the things that I'm hoping will happen work-wise. And it's been pretty wild. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing, again, like apart from whether or not this is going to change my reality, mm-hmm. I, I tend to be in favor of... The belief that everything is so interconnected, you can't even believe it. Mm -hmm. So every decision, every movement is ripples in the water and changing everything as we could know it. So of course, looking at images of what I want will change my behavior, will change my mental stats, which will end up changing reality. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't know how far out we can get with that. And to me, it doesn't really matter. But I will say, I wasn't planning on sharing this because it's a little embarrassing, but I'll own it like Funches. Ron Funches loves version boards. Mm -hmm. I will say like (laughs) when you, I I also have it on my computer here. I have a sticky uh, that is just all of the projects I'm working on. Mm. And this is one better. It's not just the projects I'm working on. It's the actors that I want in these projects. Mm -hmm. It's what these images look like, what these shows look like, what these stories look like. And I look at them and I hold them Mm. in my brain. Trash track. And they start to feel really, really real. It's really cool.
0: Starts to feel real. It starts to
1: feel real. Patrick's <laughs> back.
0: Yeah. I, I'm not even great. telling
1: people to do it, but like I will say when I mention affirmations, I do something called four minute journal in the morning. I really re- I recommend that as a gratitude practice. Mm-hmm. And then there's affirmations built into that as well. And then in the morning and re- last thing at night, I just look at images, like one image that I made that's many images of the things that I want.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, I feel like anybody doing anything, mm-hmm. whether it's an entrepreneur or a creator, or an artist or a or a spiritual person, they would tell you, knowing what you're about and what you're what you're trying to hit where you're aiming Mm -hmm. is everything Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm just sharing a little micro update that just looking at these things Mm -hmm. has changed my confidence when it comes to these projects so there's one project for example that I had a certain actor in mind mm-hmm. and I was kind of like well I don't know how to approach them about it that's like a really big swing mm-hmm. they're a big actor and I don't want to bother them and all this stuff but then I made a little image of something that represents the show and then that a- and that actor mm-hmm. and I just started looking at it all the time And then when it came time to reach out to them I felt like I was letting them know something that's already happened yeah like I was letting them know like Oh, this show already exists. It's already a hit. You're already doing it. Mm-hmm. You already love it. I just forgot to tell you. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I certainly didn't come off as like, hey, by the way, this train's a leaving the station. Mm-hmm. I just, it just emboldened me to not be afraid to reach out. Mm-hmm. And then they re- replied and were like, great, send it to me. And I was like, this feels good. Yeah, Like, it, it just goes to your water thing. It's like, go with the flow, but also like. Looking at images and holding thoughts of what you want just seems to like color the water a little bit, if that makes sense.
0: That's a really great way to put it. Yeah, I was going to say this keeps coming up. It kind of is just the truest thing that blends into every aspect of mindful living, which is the dance between surrender and agency and choice. Yeah. That's it. So, That's what we're talking about. And the and the answer is that it's not even like. I guess it is a balance, but it's it's more of like a dance. Like it's all swirled in there, and it takes attunement to know. And that that is why like mindfulness can be uh, not mindfulness. Sorry, manifestation can be a tricky trap for me because it can get too much into like. Um, the thought crime of my yes. Christian upbringing and where it's like God is, God is hearing your thoughts and it's he's not going to give you the thing unless you well, have you the right I, thoughts.
1: I've been putting in my gratitude journal, I'm so happy and grateful that Valerie is pregnant. Yeah. So I've been putting that in writing like it's already happening, like just total law of attraction stuff and then you're not pregnant. Yeah, It's like, what do you do with that? Right. That's why I'm saying like in an end of it, in and of itself, it's a valuable exercise. It's just been making me more spacious, more happy, more light-filled. And then you weren't pregnant. Right. And that doesn't mean... I guess you could say that means, well, it didn't work, it didn't change reality. But it also did change reality. It's making me less sad that it didn't happen, more optimistic that it will happen, that sort of stuff.
0: And see, for me, it has the opposite with that, preg- with the the pregnancy thing. I can't... I have found... Because I was also trying to do that and I was also getting kind of rigid with like, don't think you're not pregnant because then you won't be pregnant and Well, like, I get
1: that way too, and it's that old Christian program.
0: Yeah. And and for me, I have to if I'm if I'm thinking every single month, which is what I've been doing for the last six months, like, I'm pregnant, this is the time, it's real. It does make it more devastating when I'm not. Yeah. And so, but I'm glad it doesn't for you. You should keep doing what's working for you. But I have to be, I have to be a little bit more like, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I'm going to try next. I have infinite time to figure this out. No that. big deal.
1: And you also just made me realize something that I wasn't doing intentionally. So it wasn't, it's not, it's not as cool potentially as it sounds. Mm. Is that when I'm like, I'm so grateful and happy that Val is pregnant. I don't mean this month
0: that's great yeah <laughs> like,
1: interesting so I'm realizing now just talking about it when you then aren't pregnant yeah I don't go but I put that in the journal I'm writing that owning the feeling that I will have when it is true ah, but I don't I don't have yeah, the that's exact a good way timing. to do
0: it yeah So I'm
1: not like well manifesting or whatever you want to call it didn't work this month that is just me pre-enjoying something that is coming
0: yeah that's beautiful I love that Well, I also, when I got, I was really into Joe Dispenza for a while and he's a big manifesting guy and I remember he, he did something that I love. His practice essentially is visualize what you want really specifically, feel in your body how it would feel if that were already true Mm -hmm. and like really feel like that thing is already true
1: and that's what and makes that, it attractive
0: w- exactly and that's feeling. the attracting of it but then after you do that let go of the outcome yeah let go of what actually will take place so that's the perfect blend of this yes. of like you have your your choice and your agency because going back to the happiness thing we know that happiness can be like your set point, your genetic set point can be raised by intentional activity. So if you are doing things like being in nature, exercising, uh, practicing mindfulness, serving, living in community, being in flow state, all these things will cultivate more happiness. But also, there's going to be pain and suffering and things that make you happy will come for a time and then they will go... And they will change and there's constant change. So we also have to completely surrender to whatever is here. Yeah. And so it's a it's just a constant balance of both of those things. And mm. I'm really still learning that that dance. But yeah,
1: me too. it
0: keeps coming up.
1: I love that. This has been a breakthrough conversation for me, because mm. I, I I don't know why I, I've always enjoyed the law of attraction or whatever you want to call it, even when it doesn't quote work. Yeah. And it's because it keeps me in that, it keeps me in a flow place where I'm still flowing towards what I want, whether or not it's unfolding exactly as I intended it.
0: Well, and you specifically are very good at that. You're really good at, um, you know, being like, if you are really wanting a certain job and then you don't get that job, you'll instantly think of all of the reasons why it was really good that you didn't get that job. I was just reading that Ooh. an Aries is, which is what you are, is like eternally optimistic. Mm. And I think that you have a good mind for that. You can be like, all right, let that go. And now let's yeah. look at this. And I have a little bit of a harder time letting go of something that I had in mind. Mm. There's just a little, it's just a little bit harder for me. So mm. um, I'm really glad that it's working for you. That's great. Thanks, baby. Okay. Did I read The Laughing Heart by Charles Bukowski last time? No. Okay. Should I read this and then we'll end I it? I
1: prefer you didn't. Okay. You've um, never read a Bukowski.
0: I know. Well, I, I know everybody's like super into Bukowski, but I never really got into it because it sounds too much like Bukaki.
1: <laughs> well, he's also just very dark. I always thought his poems I always were like he was... three bottles of wine in and my postal shift ends itself.
0: I always thought he was really dark too, but listen to this poem. Can't wait. Okay. It's called The Laughing Heart. Your life is your life. Don't let it be clubbed into dank submission. Be on the watch. There are ways out. There is a light somewhere. It may not be much light, but it beats the darkness. Be on the watch. The gods will offer you chances. Know them. Take them. You can't beat death, but you can beat death in life sometimes. And the more often you learn to do it, the more light there will be. Your life is your life. Know it while you have it. You are marvelous. The gods wait to delight in you.
1: Kukowski. Wow, that was great. <laughs> that was perfect and really apropos of what we talked about. I know. Well, look, it was one of the Sleepy Summer series. I, I say it like it wasn't good. I thought it was wonderful. I enjoyed this and I'm so glad we did it. Me too. And I love it touching base even though we've gotten to see each other more i know this is just like a sleepier time in my life it's i great. know
0: i don't even it didn't even feel sleepy to me no that not sleepy
1: great. bad just like i don't feel like juiced up and yeah. triple espresso meetings in beverly hills sort of guy i'm just so kinda... you're just
0: like a normal person
1: <laughs> and it feels so good
0: <laughs> yeah all right crispy babies keep it crispy
1: like bacon